the U.S. housing market is nearly four million homes short of buyer demand. I'm Byron Lazine, one and company at William Ravis Real Estate with Vinny Sprague of one and company at William Ravis as well. And we are joined again this week by Eric Person, the CEO of the Home Builder and Remodeler Association of Central Connecticut. Eric, thank you for coming back. Oh, it's great to be back again, Byron and Vinny. Thank you. Yeah, and with, with us being nearly 4 million homes short of buyer demand, there's other things working against just a shortage of homes. And we talked about this last week. You can always go over to the podcast, CT Real Estate Radio, if you missed any of our shows in the past and you want to get dig into some of that content. But Eric, we were talking last week with you about you know, one of the hurdles we have to getting more homes on the market, and that is a shortage of building material and and the skyrocketing cost of the materials available. I'm sure in this last week, we don't have any solutions to that. But for anyone that missed it, why don't you just frame up exactly what we are faced as an industry here with uh, the, sh the shortage and the rising cost of the building material. Yeah, the uh, building materials and lumber specifically have been just absolutely skyrocketing, uh, especially during the past uh, five to six months. The, there is a uh, certainly a shortage of materials, but uh, just with the production issues that, that are out there, shipping issues, um, lumber packages on, on a standard home, and this isn't just in Connecticut or the Northeast, it's across the country, but uh, the standard lumber package right now has gone up an average of $25,000 just on a, on a house. Um, we've seen in Connecticut here, some of our members are telling us that they've seen the lumber package go up thirty-five dollars to $40,000 on a house. And uh, uh, for some of the larger projects, it's, it, it, it creates a, a, a real strain. And, and obviously, it, the unfortunate part is it prices a lot of people out of the, uh, out of the housing market right now. Yeah, and, and you know what? Don't take our word for, for it. Go ask the builders. Go ask the developers that are part of the HBRA. And you can do that this weekend. The Parade of Homes is happening all weekend. Go over to pohct.com to get your ticket. But Eric, how many homes are actually going to be on the tour this coming weekend? Yeah, so we've got uh, 12 houses that you can uh, that you can go in and visit and meet the builders. And it's a great way to, you know, again, meet the builders, see what the you know, newest trends are out there in, uh, in new home construction. Uh, there's another five homes that are virtual tours. So you can go through and go on to pohct.com. Um, also download our mobile app, which is Connecticut Parade of Homes. And um, you can you can scroll through the photos, read about the the builders, see the neighborhoods, um, and it's it's a great way to you know even if you're not in the market to purchase right now, uh, the great thing about the Parade of Homes is it's it's a great way to go and just see what new trends are, the newest styles, the newest design features in in homes, and and some of the new technology that's in homes too. And the other neat thing that there's 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 homes that are all price points. We have some from the high two hundreds all the way up to about one point seven million dollars. Or above 1.7. At, at High Street, you, you could certainly go above that once we release the final building, the Chittenden Building. 66 High Street in Guilford is on the tour and, and, uh, and amongst the mother, you know many other great homes, like Eric said. Vinny, with some of the buyers you're working with, there is, I know, and we've been talking about it as a team over one in company, uh, a ton of frustration right now in the market. You know, Buyers are being outbid three, four, five times in their home search. And, you know, 
building really isn't an option because of the cost of materials, the lack, you know, I mean, usually Eric, the parade is, is bigger than this, right? I mean, and, and usually that's, that's because we've got more inventory. Vinny, what, what are like some of the buyers sharing with you? Uh, you know, what, what are they thinking about doing next? You know, where are their heads at in this current climate? Well, I think just them having to be prepared to pull the trigger as soon as possible with a highly competitive um, offer is always obviously key. But yeah, you end up getting people that are, you know, disenchanted a little bit, disheartened to and want to stick out their position a little bit longer than they originally intended to because of the climate of the market where they're not able to get in. You know, it's one thing to miss out on one home, but if you're missing out on three, four, five homes, like you said, you know, you could see how if they don't need to buy, they may opt to go ahead and hold it out for a little bit longer. And, and maybe somebody's gotten so frustrated they're thinking longer term, maybe they've got a piece of land or, or, or they're, they're thinking about acquiring a piece of land and they're going to build into the future. Maybe they'll keep their rent for a year and they're going to want to start talking to builders and developers and designers. And, and again, the Parade of Homes this weekend gives you a great opportunity to do that. I encourage everyone to go over to pohct.com. Get your tickets. All the tickets, Eric, are donated. Right. Yeah, you purchase tickets. Uh, they're ten dollars, um, and actually, all the proceeds from the ticket sales goes to the uh, Connecticut Children's Medical Center. So helping the kids that need it most. Boom. So you can get out of the house next weekend. That's next weekend, April twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Parade of Homes. You can see some really cool real estate that is being built by some of the finest builders in all of Connecticut. Uh, all members of the Home Builder Remodeler Association of Central Connecticut. Just go over to pohct.com. Eric, is there any any talks amongst members this week of these costs coming down, or, or is this problem going to persist with, with the, the cost of the building materials? Um, you know, the conversations we've had this week are that it's it's still going to be a persistent a problem that we see for, for at least for the, the near future. Um, I think you, getting the mills and the sawmills back up in online uh, at full capacity is is the first step. Um, producing lumber, harvesting lumber is is a, is a big part of this. Um, and then um, you know, just I, I think it's going to be you know five or six months before you start to see some things, you know, these, these big swings start to settle down. And uh, as you also know, it's uh, not only you know is the cost of the building price going up, but as you said, the the inventory is so low that the as Vinny said the the offers are going are, are just crazy right now, and, and it affects the appraisal value too. You know, trying to get the house to appraise it, what you're what you're purchasing at is is sometimes been a challenge for folks. Yeah, we're three point eight million single family homes short of what is needed to meet the country's current demand. That's according to Freddie Mac. That's in the Wall Street Journal here in in this past week. All of the data that I'm looking at points towards this being the market we are dealing with over the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, I, so right. if you're a buyer and you're enjoying these low interest rates, but yet you're frustrated by the lack of inventory, you've got to just accept where where it is right now. And it's it's a harder process than it was, uh, you know, just 24 months ago for sure. But that's the current market that we're in. That's going to be the market moving forward it's hard for builders to be able to pump out supply it's a lot of risk to go buy at these current building costs right now you know without trying you know without dramatically increasing the price you know but trying to stay in line with with where the prices at are at so 
it just is what it is. I still believe if you can get the right home with the low interest rates, absolutely, Macarena, do it. And of course, if you're a seller, you are in ultimate control right now. If you're a seller, go over to oneandcompany.com and you're thinking, you know, if you're a seller who's thinking about selling, obviously if you're listed with another great real estate professional, you know, you're probably looking at offers or, or um, you know, getting ready to, but if you're somebody thinking about coming to the market, go over to oneandcompany.com. All right, we're with Eric Person, CEO of the HBRA of Central Connecticut, and we're gonna come back and pick his brain a little bit more on this current climate here on Real Estate Radio, WDRC, the talk of Connecticut. the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once i am one of those melodramatic fools home builders would need to construct between 1.1 million and 1.2 million single family homes a year to meet long-term demand that's according to the National Association of Home Builders. We're with Eric Person, who's the CEO of the HBRA of Central Connecticut, Home Builders Remodelers Association of Central Connecticut. I'm Byron Lazine. We've got Vinny Sprague from Wanting Company at William Ravis Real Estate. Eric, how many homes are usually built in Connecticut? 1.2 million, that is the, uh, the rate across the country that we need to produce to meet long-term demand. But what do we usually produce in Connecticut in the past, if you know this number, and what are we on pace to produce this year in terms of new construction homes? Yeah, so normally uh, in recent years, we've been producing about 4,000 uh, new home units in Connecticut. That's multifamily and single-family uh, housing units. Um, the single-family units are, have been about uh, half of that, so about 1,800 to 2,000. Of those 4,000 are, are single-family, single-family homes. Um, we, you know, back in the 2000s, the 2003, 2005 uh, area, we were up towards uh, nine to 10,000 uh, single-family or uh, total housing starts in the in the state of Connecticut. So, we've been dramatically under what we what we normally would produce. Um, and the um, you know, we we saw a, a, a spike in the in the uh, permits that have been pulled this year beginning of the year um, and the end of last year. Uh, but actually, unfortunately, it's actually settled back down a little bit because of the the, the troubles that builders are having and the pricing that they're having. Um, they, some, some of our members have just said, we're gonna pause and not take any more contracts and not take any more sales until this lumber situation and the building materials um, settles out a little bit. So I don't think that's gonna last too long, but I think that the, the demand is certainly there for, for new housing. Um, the need for new housing is there, the, you know, even, even tear down some of the old housing stock that's in Connecticut, and we have a very old housing stock in the state, but um, the demand is certainly there. It's just a matter of can you can they build it for what the customer needs it for, and and uh, and can they build it affordably too? Well, that was actually an interesting fact from the the article here was that the single family housing starts rose to nine hundred ninety one thousand units, which is the highest rate since oh seven. Mm -hmm. So we were on track, you know, on track to go ahead and keep on this progress going and to have this 
kind of pull some of the, the wind out of the steam has got to be frustrating. It is. And they, we just had a meeting with um, the, the economist at the National Association of Home Builders this week. And uh, their, their projections are it's going to nationally, it's going to it's going to um, keep going up They're They're thinking that it's probably going to get close to that one point two million dollar. I mean, one point two million uh, starts in probably twenty twenty two. Um, they're still looking just about a million, just under a million uh, this year. But uh um, it's it's you know, hopefully we can get some of these these other surrounding issues in in check and in control. I mean, this would typically be a perfect storm mm-hmm. for a builder. You've got you know a sixteen percent jump in median home prices from last year. It's according to National Association of Realtors. You've got a almost four million single family home deficit compared to buyer demand. I mean, this would be like the perfect time for builders to be just throwing up a ton of inventory into the market. Yeah. No, normally this would be this would be the the, the best of the best. Um, you know, the, uh, the again, it's it's a challenging time for for a lot of folks, and uh, you know, and on top of that, it's um, you know, Vinny and I were speaking uh, before we got on the air about uh, the you know people buying new property and a new uh, subdivision, you know, lots of land for subdivision. It's, it's hard, too, because, um, you know, the, some of the regulations in the permitting process and some of the constraints that towns have on on land and the availability of land is an issue. Um, and, you know, especially right now, you go into a project and you buy a piece of land thinking that here's the market I'm going after and here's what the price point's going to be. And suddenly that's all just thrown up in the air at this point. So it's a it's, it's a challenge. And we've got uh, labor issues, too. It's, so it's sort of the three L's, the lumber, land and labor is the are, are big impacts mm-hmm. right now. And. Um, even if you can build the house, even if you can get the lumber and, and everything else, it's finding the the available labor to to build the to build the house is is hard right now. I know Vinny understands, and obviously you understand, Eric, that the permitting process that you mentioned and and just the hurdles you have to jump through in order to build a home, even if you're a very sophisticated builder developer who's been doing this for a long time. The hurdles you have to jump through now are much more severe than what you had to deal with in the past. And you know, you it's funny, you always talk to somebody who's like, Oh, I you know, I built my own home ten years ago. I know I could build another home today, I know what it would cost me, I know that you know, these kind of guys, you know, I I know what, what's going on out here, right? Because they built one home, you know, back in nineteen ninety eight or something, so not, now they're a builder. Not not everybody realizes how hard it is from a going just through the towns in Connecticut to actually get this done. Speak on that a little bit, Eric. Yeah, it is hard. And, you know, the, the regulation side of things and whether it's the permitting process, whether it's um, the, the regulations that are involved in, in site development, um, even even some of the energy codes that go into houses, uh, it adds about it adds more than twenty thousand dollars onto the onto the cost of an average house. So, if you th- and, and you know, I don't think anybody's out there to say you know let's let's remove all regulations and let, let it be the wild west and and do whatever you want to do. But you know, some of the some of the well intentioned things just have a huge impact on the cost of housing. And something we've been fighting for years is um, there's been a strong push uh, nationally and, and even in Connecticut to mandate that there's uh, fire sprinklers included in in all new home construction, which that that one issue alone would add seven dollars to the average cost of an average house right now. So and then there's all sorts of issues with that, that, you know, you've got somebody that, you know, is in Connecticut. They move to, or to go to Florida for a few months in the winter. Um, the, the the sprinkler head breaks and you've got all sorts of issues 
Um, I have some counterparts in California that uh, they had uh, with some of the wildfires out, fires out there. When when uh, some of the sprinklers start going off, it runs the um, it bleeds the the fire lines dry. So the fire department gets there to hook up to the the fire hydrants, put the the fires out, and the lines are dry because the sprinklers have been going off. So there's a there's a whole bunch of issues, and and um, there's a lot of technical things around it as well that would that would be challenging. But there's a lot of things like that that it adds a lot of cost to to the the average house and. And again, you know, the the great thing is, you know, house, housing is and owning a home is part of the American dream, if you will. And, you know, keeping that affordable for everybody. So no matter what price point you're in, you know, if you're in the the, the $200,000 house that's on the parade or you're in that $2 million house, it's, you know, providing a, a safe, affordable house for, for everybody is, is important. Again, if you want to go see the homes on the parade, go over to pohct.com or with Eric Person. He's the CEO of the uh, Home Builder and Remodeler Association of Central Connecticut. The Parade of Homes is coming up this weekend, April 24th and 25th. Go over to pohct.com. 100% of the ticket revenue is donated. Connecticut Children's Hospital, correct? correct? Connecticut Children's Hospital getting all of the dough. And it's a great opportunity to go check out some fantastic builds by Connecticut real estate builders and developers and really pin them down. They're all there. They're at these homes over the weekend and ask them a whole bunch of questions. If you're thinking about a, you know, maybe a remodel or an expansion of your current home or a completely new build, this is a great time to go get free information. They are there all day, Saturday and Sunday, pin them down and ask some questions. Eric, uh, what are we doing? I know, uh, last fall we did you know we did a parade and it went off there was no safety issues what are we doing this year to ensure that we're going to have a safe yeah, event yeah it's a, a lot of the same uh, safety protocols we had in the fall so we're asking that everybody wears a mask when they're in the homes um the the realtor the real estate folks and the builders um are wiping down surfaces uh on a regular basis um asking that you know you don't touch a lot of things and kind of go through and ask the questions and and you know, take use your cameras, take pictures on your phone, and of the things that you like, and uh, uh, trying to make sure that it's it's a very safe environment. Um, limiting if there are crowds at the houses, they'll limit the the number of people that are in a house at any time. But we really don't have an issue because there are so many houses that you can see in, in so many different towns. Um, you know, it's 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 spread out, and people there's there's not a you know, not everybody's going to the same house at the same time. So it's a it's a great way to you know spend a weekend, drive around Connecticut, see the beautiful state that we have, and and see a lot of different communities and, and towns. I know over at Fox Hop Yard and, and 66 High Street, which both, again, are on the tour. Uh, I know last fall we kept all the, you know, windows and doors and everything open, had some good airflow going through going through the house. So that that's important. It is, well. and, there's, and there's also some fun things to do as well. So a lot of the, the folks we have um, – there's one uh, house in uh, in Middletown at Founders Ridge that they're giving away uh, some uh, free spring plants to, to folks, so you can you know spruce up your, oh, nice. your garden a little bit. Uh, uh, the T and M homes they're going to be uh, giving away some seed packets, so you can get a start on your garden as well. And you know there's some fun things to do. There's some snacks there at the houses and some you know refreshments as well. So it's a again it's a it's a fun way to see what's out there. Talk to the builders. Talk you know if you're even if you're thinking about starting the process of building or remodeling. Um, it's a great way to talk to a builder and um, and pick their brains about what's involved in the process, 
how early should you start? You know, what's available now? What's your time frame? And and they can definitely help you through that. As you said, Byron, it's a it's a great way to to get some free advice and and um, as you said, you know, see the latest design trends and features of of new homes. One in company will be stocked up with food and beverage over at Fox Hop Yard in sixty six I and. Uh, maybe we can get Martin McKinney, service station equipment, your residential tank specialist, to throw in some beverage. Martin loves the beverages, so maybe we'll get him to throw in some extra beverage. Not to, you know, consume before you get back in your car, but maybe, maybe just take with you or some gift cards. We love giving away Martin's money. We'll probably do that later in the show. All right, Eric, so everybody should go over to pohct.com. They should grab their tickets to the parade. And uh, anything else people should be visiting, thinking about here that, that the uh, HBRA is going to be putting on later in this year? Yeah, we're going to do the parade, uh, as you said, uh, next week, April 24th and 25th. And then we'll do it again in October. So uh, uh, I think we'll have some more inventory to show at that time. Um, but, uh, again, go to the go to the pohct.com, download the mobile app, because uh, the Connecticut Parade of Homes app is going to be your your uh, your guide for the weekend. Um, again, it's got turn-by-turn -turn directions to each house. Um, you can choose the styles of houses you want. Um, there's also the the, the uh, program, which you know, if you're act looking for active adult, you can just go to the active adult. If you're looking for single-family uh, townhomes, you know, if there's certain categories you're looking for, you can you can go to just those. But it's uh, the the app is your is your guide for the weekend. That's for sure. All right, that was Eric Person, the CEO of the Home Builders and Remodelers Association of Central Connecticut. Eric, thank you for joining us today when we come back Vinny and I are going to give you some more key information what you need to know about this real estate market moving forward here in the rest of the year and we've got a, a stat a really good Connecticut stat so stay with us to learn that we come back real estate radio on WDRC the talk of Connecticut The U.S. states were ranked from best to worst, according to Americans. We're going to tell you where Connecticut ended up on that list here in just a little bit. I'm Byron Lazine, one in company at William Ravis Real Estate with Vincent Vinny Sprague, one in company at William Ravis Real Estate again. Vinny, uh, before we get to that, before we get to where Connecticut ranked, let's jump into the one in company at William Ravis Real Estate Rewind for the week if you, you've got a little bit of time too before we do the rewind you got a little bit of time for two open houses that are still going on until two o'clock today 66 high street downtown guilford horton group development you can get over there until two o'clock we broke every single record in new haven county in that new development and you can also go over to 19 wayne road in milford until two o'clock 19 wayne road in milford up until two o'clock today on both of those so you got a little bit of time left if you're in the area head over to either one of those Vinny, what do we got for the one and company rewind of the week yeah we had a very productive week uh six listed uh, i'll list them off here for you 849 buddington road in groton 2320 long hill road in guilford 146 springside ave c9 in new haven 44 polaris Street in Groton, 173 Turtle Bay in Branford, 1491 New London Turnpike in Uncasville. And then, of course, we had a beautiful price improvement 
at 173 Turtle Bay in Brantford at 299.9. And Vinny, just to because you know some some people are probably saying, oh my gosh, these these new listings, you know, 275,000 in, in Groton and 385,000 in Guilford. These sounds like sound like tremendous deals. Some of these are already under contract. That's how quickly the market's moving. Even though they were just listed this week, I know Buttington Road in Groton. Uh, Long Hill Road and Guilford, those are, are all under contract. But that's what we're dealing with here in this market. And it's also why you're about to get into all the under contracts <laughs> that we had in just the last week. Yes, 18 under contract all over the map here. Killingly, Madison, uh, Montville, Groton, Hamden, Branford, Meriden, New Haven, Durham, Guilford, Waterbury, Madison, and Waterbury, again. Boom. Two Waterburys there at the end. I think there's more than that. Three. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. So 18 total under contracts for one in company. And what do we have for closings? Some of these just listed, like you mentioned, will be uh, on the under contract next week. Um, closed. We had five closed. 52 Carroll Drive in Montville, Connecticut. 949 River Road in Groton, Connecticut. 126 Woodsvale Road in Madison, 24 Hurlburt Drive in East Haven, 54 Cottage Street in Meriden. Boom. Five closings, 18 under contract. That's your one and company at William Ravis Real Estate. Rewind for the week. If you're a for sale by owner or a seller or an agent yourself and you want to promote your property on this show next week, which is every week, Sunday at 1 p.m., just give me a text here during the week. Could be today, anytime. 860-941-2755. You can text 860-941-2755 and say, hey, I'd love to promote my deal on your show on Real Estate Radio. And we're happy to help you out. It's 860-941-2755. So, Vinny, Connecticut, ranking on this list here, this list of best to worst according to americans there are obviously endless rankings of u.s states whether the best places to live the best places to do business how much fun all these judgments are made by economists companies and journalists but what do the actual people in america think and so this one was interesting because a lot of times they're using you know, different measurements of like crime and safety and healthcare and education. But this was basically March Madness style. Yes. They asked people to take the better of two states in a head-to-head matchup. So it would be like Connecticut versus Jersey. Obviously, that would be an easy one. Everybody would go Connecticut. <laughs> Jersey's a total crap hole. So that'd be an easy one for people to answer, right? Uh, but, but that's kind of, and then it probably gets tougher where you go like, say Connecticut versus Hawaii. Well, it's like, Oh, all I see is beautiful. You were just in Hawaii, weren't you? Or, or, or you got, you did something in Hawaii, right? Yeah. We got married. Uh, got married, not ago, just in Hawaii, a yeah. few years ago. Uh, how is Hawaii? Amazing. You haven't been? I've never been No. Oh, you're missing out. I know you don't take enough vacations, Byron. Well, Hawaii is ranked number one. So it's like, you know, when you're. When you're thinking of what, even if you haven't been to Hawaii, you're thinking about what it looks like on all the, you know, the videos and the pictures you've seen. It's kind of hard. You're like, oh, well, Hawaii's got to be better even than if, Connecticut. Yeah, even if you haven't been there, you're going to vote Hawaii all day. Of course. And of course. Because it does it's, not disappoint. And I think that's how they got there. Because when you go and 
matchup head to head, head to head. You can think of all the fifty states. So how does uh, how does Hawaii not you know beat everybody? Actually, they did fifty one here. They did District of Columbia. They did D.C. I know everybody wants to make that a state. Well, D.C. came in last. They came in fifty first, uh, deservingly so. That's a perfect place for D.C. Number fifty one. <laughs> They're not a state, first of all, so they they shouldn't even been on this list. But if they are on the list, that's a perfect place for them to come in dead last. That's that's where I would have ranked D.C. as well. So Hawaii won, D.C. 51. Where did Connecticut end up as the answer? Were you, were you surprised? But before we give, give away the answer, and actually, you know what? This is a great time, Vinny, to give away some of Martin's money. If you want to get some of Martin's money and get a gift card to your favorite local restaurant, uh, send me a text right now, 860-941-2755. First person to guess where Connecticut ranked on this list. Hawaii was number one. D.C., not really a state, but uh, you know they threw them in the bunch, was number 51. Where did Connecticut rank? First person to get the number correct. And this is U.S. states ranked according to Americans best to worst. Where did Connecticut rank? First one to answer correctly at 860-941-2755 is getting a gift card to your favorite local Connecticut restaurant. Support your local Connecticut restaurants. That's what we are doing in partnership with Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. So, Vinny, what states were you surprised that did rank ahead of Connecticut? Well, I'm very honestly surprised. New York is top 10 mm-hmm. at number eight, 59% uh, win percentage there when they went head to head. 59% of the time, um, people chose New York over every other state. Yeah, and so many people leaving New York, whether it's for Florida or for our great state here in Connecticut, uh, especially over the past year. So that that was surprising. When was this? When was this poll taken? Were people taking this? during COVID. I mean, this is a new, it's a brand new release. So you would imagine it was like this year, 2021. There's a date, March 12th to 15th, 2021. I don't know. If All right. So they, so, they so this is after the pandemic. And, and so New York ranking in the top 10, not after the pandemic. I know we're, I know we're still through it. Don't people don't, don't text me. Hey, you're an idiot. <laughs> we're still living through a pandemic. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, after the the last year of it, right? The whole, Especially the whole first with the amount year. of people that were fleeing and still are um, fleeing New York. Yeah, so New York's a surprise for me. I would agree that, that them being one in the top 10 and then being ahead of Connecticut when people are fleeing New York to be in Connecticut. So, that, that, so that's a surprise. Uh, any other that stand out as uh, surprising that were ranked above Connecticut? Um, I would say, um, well... California, you understand why people are going to vote for California. If it's just yeah, despite on, all the problems, it, right. it's just it's, it's just, just so ridiculously beautiful. Yeah. yeah, but Alaska, number thirteen, that one's okay. Out, right? Who wants that does to really stand go out. To Alaska over Connecticut. One that stands out for me, and I've spent time there, so I can say this. Well, I guess anybody can say anything, but number three, Virginia ranked. Mm. At sick beating people head to head, beating other states, not people beating other states 64% of the time. Virginia, I used to do back when I was 18, 19, 20, when I was uh, working for General Dynamics Electric Boat. We used to do a bunch of road jobs down to 
Virginia. I mean, that was a place I couldn't wait to leave. You know, it's not a nice place to visit. It's not a nice place to do anything. I, I didn't enjoy Virginia much at all, but I, a lot of people apparently do, and they were number three on this list. Yeah, I guess the only uh, perk in my uh, opinion there would be Virginia Beach. Right? No, I've been to Virginia Beach. Uh, you know, again, I'd rather go to the. I'd rather just drive over to Rhode Island beaches. Virginia sure. Beach, okay, sure. Uh, I like the cra um, the crabs were good. You could get you get crabs a couple different ways at Virginia <laughs> Beach, but I I, <laughs> I prefer the ones with the old bay seasoning on them. All right, when we come back, we're going to tell you exactly where Connecticut ranked. If you want some of Martin's money, a gift card to your favorite local Connecticut restaurant, courtesy of Service Station Equipment. Text in 860-941-2755. Do that now, because when we come back, we're going to give you where Connecticut ranked, according to Americans, from best to worst on the state list. Real Estate Radio, WDRC, the talk of Connecticut. U.S. states were ranked from best to worst, according to Americans. Connecticut ended up, I'm going to give you a big hint here if you haven't already texted in your answer. Connecticut ended up in the top half of that list, so huge win for Connecticut. These states were ranked up head-to-head, -head, so like March Madness style. And the state that got the most head-to-head -head wins and came in number one was Hawaii. But if you want to guess where Connecticut came in, which was on the top half of this list... Text in to 860-941-2755, 860-941-2755. Just text which number Connecticut was on the list. They did 51 here. D.C., which came in last place, of course, at 35%, was on the list despite not being a state. Which number did Connecticut come in on this list? If you get the answer correct, we're giving you a gift card to your favorite local Connecticut restaurant courtesy of Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist. I'm Byron Lazine. We've got Vinny Sprague of One & Company at William Ravis Real Estate. And, you know, Vinny, every time, every time I say your name, because I'm always thinking Vincent, Vinny, we've got the professional, you've got the professional email, vincent at oneandcompany.com. If anybody has some real estate needs that they want to chat through here, on this Sunday afternoon, go ahead and email Vincent at oneandcompany.com. He'll get you squared away right away. But when I'm thinking Vincent, I'm always thinking Vincent Chase. Did you ever watch Entourage? Oh, love it, love it. What a great show, HBO show, Entourage. Vincent Chase, he was the man in the show, obviously. Well, I would actually argue that Ari, Ari was the epic, real. Yes. I mean, he was, he was all, that was an all time character. Uh, for for HBO as well, but but Vincent Chase, yeah. Anyways, uh, you got a you got a fine last name, Vin, Vincent Sprague, Vincent at oneandcompany dot com. If you need any any real estate questions answered here, um, with the rest of the weekend or this week, any anytime, fire them, fire them over question. All right, so where did Connecticut come in? They were in the top half of this list, okay, and you know surprisingly, you know Connecticut not only in the top half but they had a 51% winning percentage. So better than a coin flip of winning head to head. That might give you another hint here. If you're playing the game, 860-941-2755. If you're trying to guess the number that Connecticut was ranked per Americans on this particular uh, poll here. 
So Hawaii was number one. Let's do the top 10. Connecticut was not in the top 10, okay? So let's do the top 10, and uh, and then we'll give out Connecticut's ranking. So number one was Hawaii. Number two was Colorado. Both of those make sense to me when you're going head-to-head, okay? Colorado's got the mountains and the skiing and people that like to hike. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things going for for Colorado that people can do, right? I've never been to Colorado, but lots of people love Colorado. Lots of young people. Mm-hmm. Actually, Colorado has the most young people migrating to that state than any other state right now. So, I don't know. Have you been to Colorado? I have not. I have not been no. there. But I want to go yeah. there. I've been somewhere on the hit list for quite some time now, but we just haven't made it out there yet. So, Hawaii, which you've been to, which you think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. You got married there, so of course. Or you had the honeymoon or married? Which one was it? Uh, we just got married out there. And then we had married there. Wow. So we did the double whammy there. But I've been there yeah, three times. Dipping. It's it's phenomenal. Oh, have you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so you definitely, you enjoy Hawaii. Uh, Virginia, number three. I completely disagree with that one. That is the one on the top 10 that I just think doesn't belong on the top 10 at all. Uh, if you're from Virginia, I apologize. I feel bad for you, actually. <laughs> Nevada, number four. Makes a lot of sense. No state income tax. A lot of California people moving to Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um so that one makes sense to me, mostly because of the no st- state income tax. Yeah, that and the gambling, right? Yeah, you got Vegas. I mean, who doesn't like Vegas? People are like, what? You, you don't like Virginia, but you like Vegas? Come on, buddy. Uh, North Carolina, number five. People love North mm-hmm, Carolina. Sense. Yeah. Florida, number six. Florida should be higher. Florida should be higher, in my opinion. Should be Swap in the top five. Virginia but- for Florida. I would definitely. I'd put. I'd slide Florida into the, into the three hole there for sure, uh, but Florida coming in at number six, another no state income tax uh, state. Arizona at seven. That one makes a lot of sense. A lot of retirees going there. A lot of people leaving California to go to Arizona. New York at number eight. We were both surprised it was on the list. I'm not. I mean, if you take out some of the issues with New York. And you just like look at it as an overall state. You got upstate, which is beautiful. You got the best city, used to be the best city in the world in, in Manhattan. You know, you got a lot of things going for New York. So, you know, if you look at it that way, I guess I could see how they got to, uh, you know, 59% there on the head to head matchups. Uh, Georgia at number nine. Okay. And then Texas at number. 10. So that's your top 10 right there. You're talking about New York being number eight. I wonder if they do this same one next year, if we see a change because of business, right? Because business has been such a stronghold in New York. I wonder if you're going to see a different a change with everything going virtual. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, again, this was Americans picking this and just ranking them head to head. So uh, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Is there going to be a difference as more and more people probably continue to leave New York, right? I, I, I would imagine that they drop out of the top 10, but they're in it right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's your top 10, uh, according to Americans. And we'll just run down the rest of the list here till we get to Connecticut. And then we'll reveal Connecticut's Connecticut's number. You still got time to, to jump in 860-941-2755. If you want a gift card to your favorite local Connecticut restaurants support your local Connecticut restaurants they need us now more than ever but if you want a chance to win a gift card 
uh, to help support them, go to 860-941-2755 with a text message on which number you think Connecticut was on this list. Obviously, they weren't in the top 10. We told you they weren't in the bottom half. Uh, and we're going to continue on here with the list. We've got Maine at number 11, 57% winning head-to-head. California also 57% came in at number 12. Uh, Alaska, we were surprised that they were ahead of Connecticut at 57. Great place to go visit, do one of those Alaskan cruises. My parents are going on an Alaskan cruise this this summer, actually. I heard it's beautiful. Oh, no, they're super excited. They're going to like, they've got a place where they can, you know, they're going to go fishing, bring the fish back and cook and all this stuff. Uh, they're really excited about doing it. Doesn't Wouldn't excite me. I don't want to be working and cooking and fishing on vacation. But, you know. Maybe. No, I don't want to do any of that stuff on vacation. I want to go to the tropics and well, then you gotta go you to know. Hawaii then. Yeah, Hawaii. I always go to the Virgin Islands, but but I I, I think Hawaii's got to be a place I go to at some point. Uh, so Alaska thirteen, Vermont number fourteen. That's an interesting one to me, actually. Vermont at number fourteen. I would not. Uh, I would not put Vermont above Connecticut. Might have been a lot of skiers. Yeah, that's, that's got to be what it is, yeah. Because Colorado's at two. Ben and Jerry lovers. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, Washington at number 15. Oregon, 16. Okay. Uh, Pennsylvania, number 17. That one's a little puzzling. Pennsylvania, I mean, especially in 2020, people really learned... You know, Pennsylvania was was one of the most restrictive states when it came to to COVID. I I actually thought Connecticut did a far better job than than a state like Pennsylvania when it came to COVID restrictions. Uh, Eighteen Montana. I don't know much about Montana. What about you, Vinny? Beautiful. I mean, farmland for days. I just I think the beauty of it and the slower pace of things probably draws people there. New Hampshire. What what do they say there? Fifty-four percent, uh, number nineteen. Live free or die. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Is that it, or did I make that no, up? That's it. That's the license plate, right? Live free or die. So or. New Hampshire. They, there you go at nineteen. We're getting closer to Connecticut, by the way. Here, getting very close. We're getting hot. Michigan at number twenty. That's a surprise. Yeah. Being ahead of Connecticut. I didn't catch that one before, but that's a really peculiar one. Ahead of us. Tennessee at 21. I'm surprised Tennessee wasn't higher. Mm -hmm. No state income tax. Got Nashville. You know, a lot of good things happen in Tennessee. Wyoming uh, comes in at 22 with 53%. And finally, finally at 23 in the top half, though, beating other states head-to-head at a 51% clip is the Constitution State, our great state of Connecticut. Look at that. We're in the top half of a list. This doesn't happen all the time, Vinny. We got to celebrate. Good. This is good. I think uh, looking at the top of the list there, we got to drop our tax. We'll be all right. That's right. If you know, if our taxes were lower, I think we would climb. We'd be in the top ten uh, easy. Oh, absolutely. We'd be up there. We got a lot of people coming to Connecticut from from places that were above us on this ranking, like New York, right? Vermont, yeah. Yeah, Vermont. I just had a client. I don't spend enough Vermont. time in Vermont. No. Well, a lot of people love Vermont. I don't want to beat up on Vermont too much. 
not oh, much are you to do a in snowboarder Vermont, or a skier or hitting the mountains at all you now i I, you I would ski and snowboard when i was like growing up well i was skiing when i was a kid you know go to wachusett in in mass you know a little mountain there and uh then we started going to some big mountains we started getting into it doing some weekend trips as a family and then when i got into high school you know the cool thing to do was switch over to snowboarding mm -hmm. i did that and then got done with it i just you know got done with high school and i just never went back to it and and uh i got no desire to do it now i'd, I'd rather dip down to florida and and do some golfing personally but all right uh vinny let's wrap this show up connecticut came in at 23 according to americans on the head-to-head -head matchup state versus states positive news we like that uh if people want to talk talk connecticut real estate with you here this coming week where can they find you and uh, you got anything coming on this week that people should know about? Yeah, yeah, sure. So call me, text me, 203-671-3399. Email vincent at oneandcompany, spelled out, dot com. Um, so I have a... Give that phone number one more time if people want to give you a text or a call real yep, quick. 203-671-3399. All right. That's Vinny Sprague, One and Company at William Ravis Real Estate. I'm Byron Lazine. This is Real Estate Radio, and we will be back here next Sunday at 1 o'clock. If you want to join Vinny and I over at One & Company and you're thinking about getting your real estate license, go over to Real Estate Agent Scholarship, realestateagentscholarship.com, and we'll chat with you about the opportunities we have on the number one team in Connecticut. All right, have a great weekend. Next weekend, a great rest of the weekend. Next weekend, go over to... Uh, the Parade of Homes, POHCT.com, if you're interested in that. And we'll see you here next week, Real Estate Radio, WDRC, the talk of Connecticut.